Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Jeremiah 44, 1-30 for your Old Testament. Then we're going to go to Luke 9, 1-62 for your New Testament. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Disaster because of adultery. This word came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews living in Lower Egypt, in Migdal, Tapanhes, and Memphis, and in the upper e and in Upper Egypt, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says: You saw the great disaster I brought on Jerusalem and on all the towns of Judah. Today they lie deserted and in ruins because of the evil they have done. They provoked me to anger by burning incense and by worshiping other gods that neither they nor you nor your fathers ever knew. Again and again I sent my servants the prophets who said. Do not do this detestable thing that I hate. But they did not listen to or pay attention. They did not turn from their wicked way, wickedness or stop burning incense to other gods. Therefore, my fierce anger was poured out. It raged against the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem and made them the desolate ruins they are today. Now this is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Why bring such great disaster on yourselves by cutting off your from Judah the men and women, the children and infants, and so leave yourselves without a remnant? Why provoke me to anger with what your hands have made, burning incense to other gods in Egypt, where you have come to live? You will <coughs> excuse me. You will destroy yourselves and make yourselves an object of cursing and reproach among all the nations on earth. Having you forgot, have you forgotten the wickedness committed by your fathers and the kings and queens of Judah and the wickedness committed by you and your wives in the, in the land with Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? To this day they have not humbled themselves or shown reverence, nor have they followed my laws the, and, the, and the decrees I set before you and your fathers. Therefore this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I'm determined to bring disaster on you and to destroy all Judah. I will make I will take away the remnant of Judah who were determined to go to Egypt to settle there. They will all perish in Egypt. They will fall by the sword or die from famine. From the least to the great greatest, they will die by the sword or famine. They will become an object of cursing and horror and condemnation and reproach. I will punish those who live in Egypt with the sword, famine, and plague as I punish Jerusalem. None of the remnant of Judah who, had, who have gone to live in Egypt will escape or survive to return to the land of Judah, to which they belong to return and live. None will return except a few fugitives. And all the men who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods, along with all the women who were present, a large assembly and all the people living in Lower and Upper Egypt said to Jeremiah, We will not listen to the message you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord. We will certainly do everything we said we would. We will burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and will pour out drink offerings to her, just as we and our fathers, our kings and our officials did in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. 
At that time, we had plenty of food and were well off and suffered no harm. But ever since we stopped burning incense to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, we have had nothing and have been perishing by the sword and famine. The women added, when, you ha when we burned incense to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did not our husbands know that we were making cakes like her image and pouring out drinks, drink offerings to her? Then Jeremiah said to all the people, both men and women, who were answering him, Did not the Lord remember and think about the incense burned in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem by you and your fathers, your kings and your officials and the people of the land? When the Lord could no longer endure your wickedness, act, wicked actions, and the detestable things you did not let, did, your land became an object of cursing and desolate waste without inhabitants as it is today. Because you have burned incense and have sinned against the Lord, and have not obeyed him or followed the law, his law or his decrees or his stipulations, this disaster will come upon you as you now see. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, including the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah and Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have shown by your actions that you promised when you said, We will certainly carry out the vows we made to burn incense and, your, and, your, and pour out drink offerings to the Queen of Heaven. Go ahead then, do what you, pro have, what you promised, keep your vows. But hear the word of the Lord, all Jews living in Egypt. I swear by my great name, says the Lord, that no one from Judah living anywhere in Egypt will ever again invoke my name or swear, as surely as the sovereign li Lord lives. For I am watching over them for harm, not for good. The Jews in Egypt will perish by sword and famine until they are all destroyed. Those who escape the sword and return to the land of Judah from Egypt will be very few. Then the whole remnant of Judah will be, who came to live in Egypt will know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. This is will be the sign that you to you that I will punish you in this place, declares the Lord, so that you will know that my threats of harm against you will surely stand. This is what the Lord says. I'm going to hand Pharaoh Hophra, king of Egypt, over to his enemies who seek his life. Just I handed Zedekiah, king of Judah, over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. The enemy who seeks was seeking his life. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now I'm in uh, Luke 9, 1-62. through 62. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jesus sends out the twelve. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them authority, power and authority to drive out all demons and cure diseases. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave their town. As a testimony against him, so they set out and went from village to village, preaching the gospel and healing people everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was going on, and he was perplexed because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead, others that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had come 
back to life. But Herod said, I beheaded John. Who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. Jesus feeds the 5,000. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him and they withdrew to buy themselves to a town called Bethsaida. The crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging, because we are in in a remote place here. He replied, You give them something to eat. They answered, We have only five loaves of bread and two fish. Unless we go and buy food for all the crowds, about 5,000 men were there. But he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. The disciples did so, and everyone sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave the thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to set before the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Peter's Confession of Christ Once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? He, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you, he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, The Christ of God. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone, and he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for me will save it. What good is is for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him. And when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of of the holy angels, I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. The Transfiguration About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up onto a mountain, mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flashing as a flash of light. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor. Talking with Jesus, they spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfill the fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they saw, became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud of, appeared and approached them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. 
When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and told no one at that time what they had seen. The healing of the boy with an evil spirit. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him, and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. I scarcely, It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marveling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them so they, that they did not grasp it. And they were afraid to ask him about it. Who will be the greatest? An argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For the, for he who is least among you all, he is the greatest. Master, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. Do not stop him, said Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. Samaritan Opposition As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus, res- Jesus resolutely set out to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers on ahead. He went into a Samaritan village to get the things ready for him, but the people were there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they went to another village. The Cost of Following Jesus As they were talking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. Lord, I just ask that you be with us and watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.